Today I'll be talking with Justin from Winnipeg, Canada. Welcome to the podcast, Justin. Let's talk. Hey, Grant. How are you? Good. When when the pandemic first started, well, I guess it wasn't really a pandemic at the beginning, but when, when COVID first hit, um, what, what was your first reaction? Well, I, I know I, at the time I was living in a smaller town than Winnipeg. Like I just recently moved to Winnipeg, but... Uh, so I was in a town of only about 10,000, 12,000, uh, just outside of Winnipeg. And uh, it was definitely different being out there than it was what I saw in Winnipeg or heard in Winnipeg from friends and family, just because it was so much smaller. But uh, I think I was like a lot of people. I think, uh, you know, you kind of think, well, it's so far away, you know, it's not going to affect us like that or, you know, or our we'll deal with it in a way that will kind of keep it out of here. And, and, you know, you think that, and then all of a sudden it starts ramping up and, and bang, here we are. Right. So, I mean, I think I was like a lot of people with kind of uh, hopes and dreams that it wasn't going to end up what it is, but uh, you know, here we are and now we got to deal with it. So. Yeah. I mean, the same thing for us, it was, you know, basically we started hearing, uh, you know, this, this virus was in, in, uh, Wuhan and, and, you know, my first reaction was, okay, well that does happen over there. And, and then I, I think it really started, you know, becoming real for us when we started seeing, uh, Italy shutting down on the news and, and they were closing, you know, provincial borders within Italy and, that's when we started, you know, realizing this isn't just, uh, you know, something going on in China. It's it's left China. It's, you know, and then, and then from there, it was almost as though within a day or two, things just seemed to blow up. Like, you know, yeah. it, it, next thing you know, bang, we're in the middle of a lockdown. And it, it was just, yeah, it was freaky. And it, and it just all seemed to happen rather quick. Yeah, yeah. It went from really slow to all of a sudden, I remember... Right when you're saying, and in, in about a week, um, like I had friends of mine in Mexico, and uh, I know uh, my former boss there went to Vegas for a big trade show, and he was scheduled to come back the Monday. He jumped on a plane the Friday, you know, like he just knew it was happening, so he jumped on a plane to get back. And uh, a good buddy of mine from work was uh, actually in Mexico when when Trudeau was pleading with people to get back. Um, you know, and he was back the last day that they had planes available that, that were flying out of there. So, I mean, it, it was, it went really fast. Like it, it was, it snowballed really quick. See, that's another thing that's uh, interesting that you just brought up that, that uh, you know, I haven't talked with anybody about was, you know, all these people that were stuck in, in different countries um, and, you know, all the snowbirds all of a sudden were just flocking back to, to Canada trying to beat the, the border lockdown and and then you know the cruise ship people yeah. you know where they they were sending you know you know air you know planes to Europe or or wherever to, to get people back and it's like I, I kind of forgot all about you know that stuff but I I think that really uh, almost induced panic a little bit I I think you know seeing those cruise ships uh, yeah. you know not being able to dock in in certain places that really, you know, sort of made it real too. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, I couldn't imagine being on those ships, you know, not knowing and, and people just saying, well, you can't come in like, you know, and uh, 
that would have been pretty scary, you know, for sure. I, I, I think this is just going to change the world as we know it in a, in a big way. And, uh, you know, it's a, oh, it, it is. I mean, um, I, I've said that I think it's, it's like when, um, nine 11 hit, it changed the world from a security standpoint. Yeah. I mean, you know, next thing you know, you were you were going through scanners. You were going through all these checkpoints. I mean, you know, security going from one country to another was a lot different post 9-11 than it was before 9-11. Yeah. And I think this is going to be the same. I think, you know, once, once this is um, sorted out and, and we're through this, I think when you go to an airport, you're going to go through a scanner and, you, and your temperature is going to be checked and, and yeah. whatever else that they come up with. And I think that's just going to remain for good. That's just going to be a standard thing. You're going to go to an airport and, oh, yeah, I got to go through the, you know, temperature scanner and whatever. Right. So, yeah, I think it's going to make changes that we're going to live with for the rest of our lives. Well, and you even look at like that. that's in, uh, I mean, for a lot of people, I guess they travel quite a bit, but um, more on a day to day and the things like, you know, I, I can't remember ever seeing sanitizer at a store. Or, or someone, like, you'd see the odd person in the street downtown wearing a mask sometimes or whatever, but it was very, and, and now I think it'll just, I don't think the mask thing, once this all hopefully settles down, I don't think the mask thing will be as crazy, but it'll definitely be a thing. Like, it'll be, uh, you know, like, it, it'll change concerts, it'll change sporting events, it'll change, uh, like, you know, not, not so much my kids or your kids, like my kids are a little bit older now. So they'll remember a time where, uh, where there wasn't plexiglass in front of everybody, but our grandkids never will. That, that'll just be the norm for them. You know, like the, they won't well, yeah, and that, talking about a time where you didn't have a sheet of ple- uh, sorry, plexiglass between you and the cashier, you know, that'll be the well, one. I mean, I, I hope, I hope we get past that. Yeah, I, I, I don't I don't know. I mean, I, I, I think there are going to be like I said, there are definitely going to be changes that we are going to have to live with. But I, I would like to think that we're not going to have to live in a world where, um, you know, you, you do have plexiglass between you and everybody else. And, well, you know, my, my thing would be, though, that, that and, and some people I know personally that own small restaurants or whatever. Right. And uh but they put so much money into doing that, that they're not going to put money into taking it down, you know, because if it ever happens again, well, they're not, you know what I mean? It's not going to be a yo-yo investing. This well, and, and you're right. I mean, I, I think, I think anybody who's, who's um, lived through this is always going to be hyper vigilant that yeah. it can, it can start again yeah. or something else. You know, that's the same sort of thing. I think, you know, you know, for me in my lifetime, you know, and I'm 60, I never would have thought that there would be something that would affect the world negatively in such a way as, as this did. So I think, you know, people who have lived through it are always going to have that in the back of their mind. It can happen again. So I I think you're right. I think people are going to not throw their masks in the garbage. I think they're going to keep them somewhere just in case. And, you know, I think people are just going to, you know, sort of almost be on guard that it, yeah. that something may come again. Whereas before we just took for granted that nothing would, or we thought nothing would. 
Yeah, maybe be a little more prepared. Yeah, like, you know, you know, maybe instead of keeping one pack of toilet paper for, you know, in the cupboard, you might have two or like, you know what I mean? Just little things that changing. Well, and that was a crazy thing, too, when this first thing started, like people, you know, are, are hoarding toilet paper and, and you know, uh, sanitizing wipes and stuff like that. And, and, you know, I mean, that was just crazy. And, yeah. you know, the fear of the unknown. Well, and it's like I said, you know, to, to a couple of people is this thing seemed to bring out the best in some people yeah. and the worst in other people. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, like, you know, the guy that, uh, you know, like we heard, we heard of some, some couple on the news that, that went and, and bought out every Costco, you know, for toilet paper and sanitizer yeah. and, and, and Lysol wipes and stuff, and then put them on Amazon. And then Amazon, you know, got a hold of that and said, well, no, we're taking your ad down. We won't allow you to sell it. So they tried to return it to Costco. And Costco says, well, no, you're stuck with it, buddy. Yeah. So that's good. I mean, that was, they deserved it. They took a beating, you know, they, they lost probably thousands and thousands of dollars. And I'm glad they did yeah. because these, these people were out for themselves. They didn't care about anybody else. Mm-hmm. And, and like, you know, they're, they, they're just opportunists looking to make a buck off, off the misery of other people. And, and this isn't just standard misery. I mean, people were dying, you know, people were, were, people were really afraid at the beginning. And, and I think, you know, it it brought out, you know, those people just came out of the woodwork, some of them. Yeah. But at, and at the same time, I mean, it brought out a lot of good. I mean, the, the one example I always come back to is, um, some of these microbrewery places, um, instead of, you know, throwing out whatever product they had because it was going to spoil and we were in lockdown and they couldn't sell it. So rather than pouring it down the drain and it's gone, they rejigged their systems a little bit and turned it into hand sanitizer Mm -hmm. and then donated it. I mean, that, that's the other end of the spectrum. Those are the people that really stepped up, you know, when, when this happened. So I, I think we saw a, you know, some of both. Yeah, I've I've had all sorts of, uh, like you say, experiences with with people that you just kind of shake your head at, and somewhere, um, you know, the, the you can see the mask people on these for sale groups, where the the people that want twenty dollars a mask versus the people that want um, six or seven, you know, just for their time, you know, and the, maybe the material or whatever. Some are even just donating them, you know. And, uh, and then you see the people that want $20 for them. And it's, it's, I mean, it's kind of a sad thing when that's what the world's at, but I mean, you're always going to have those people, right? So, I mean, they're all, well, they're all and, and when you bring up, you know, donating the masks, um, um, uh, Jackie's, uh, brother-in-law works for a, a hog plant and, um, in one of the towns where they have barns, they actually went and door to door and gave every household in that town a, a, a box of 50 masks. Right. And I thought that was really cool. Yeah. So, and, and apparently they were trying to do it in, in you know, uh, like Steinbach and, 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 you know, I don't know what happened. I think they were looking for other, you know, businesses to sort of pitch in and stuff. But, you know, as a corporate citizen, 
they were really stepping up. You know, yeah. they, they, you know, whatever the cost, I don't think it mattered to them. They, they were looking after, you know, the town that accepted them into that town and their employees and they were, you know, in the families and stuff. So, yeah. you know, I, I think there's some companies that have really, you know, you, you know, even larger companies that have, you know, stepped up. At, and, well, and, and hopefully that um, comes back to them, right? That's a, that's an example of, you know, hopefully good karma comes their way. You know, and uh, oh yeah, for sure. I mean, I as you know, well, as a consumer, I I would I would remember that. Yeah, you know, if I if I'm at a uh, a meat counter and I see their brand of product and another one, after something like that, I probably would even if it's a little more. Well, I'm not saying it is, but even if it was, I would probably go with that. Yeah, yeah, just because to me that really does buy back a lot of. Um, loyalty. I, I think they've earned that loyalty um, by doing, you know, those sorts of things. Yeah, it's been uh, it's been a definite. I think the whole year, like like really, because it, it was slowly happening. January, February. I mean, they they it really got bad in March, but uh, you know, it was it was still there was still talks about it, kind of behind the scenes and stuff, and. Uh, I found the year as a whole has been a real tough year. Myself personally went through a great relationship breakup. Um, so dealing with moving, dealing with booking movers, dealing with uh, looking at homes, like that was all a different process. Um, like I say, going from a small town back to Winnipeg where I was raised, um, I had only been in this town for, for a handful of years, but coming back to the bigger city, it's different. You see it. It's very, very different. Like I, uh, you know, we have, we have one Safeway and uh, one co-op, which is still kind of small, but um, you come to Winnipeg and then there's a Safeway on every block and you see all these people and like it's, yeah, it's something else. Like you, I, I've been trying to shop local, you know, family foods, like those kind of, you know, smaller mom and pop stores. Um, you know, you try and go in, I, I try personally to go at a time where I know it might not be as busy. You know, I won't, I won't go on a Friday night or a Saturday morning or something or afternoon, you know, but, uh, yeah, I mean, like for us, you know, being retired, you know, we have the luxury of, of going, you know, during the week on a, like a, you know, a Tuesday morning at eight yeah. o'clock kind of thing when it's, yeah. you know. But uh, yeah, you might only so anyway, but, people, you know, versus a hundred at Safeway or, or sorry, I keep saying names, but the bigger store. But uh, oh, no, for sure, and 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 that's you know one, another reason why um, you know during the first lockdown, you know, Jackie and I decided that I would do all the grocery shopping and she would stay at home because there's you know you would go into some stores and there'd be a mom and dad and three kids wandering yeah. around touching everything yeah. and you know. So we decided one of us is going to, you know, take the risk and go. Uh, the other one will stay home. And now with this lockdown, we've gone back to the same thing. So I do the grocery shopping. She stays home. Yeah. And even even the way I shop, actually, I went last night and grabbed a few things. And, and it was I went right before they closed. So it was really slow, which was pretty good. But uh, I, I never noticed before that I, I must have touched a lot of stuff in a store because you're looking at everything, right? And uh, last night I, I realized that, and for a while now, I just, I look and I pick up what I want and I go, like, I don't, uh, you know, look for the, the different pack of meat in the stash or, you know what I mean? Like, or uh, 
I just grab what I want. I'm not touching things. You know, well, I, and, and, you know, a lot of people were complaining when they, they, uh, you know, came out with that list of, of essential items that you were allowed to buy and non-essential items that you couldn't. And, and, you know, they were putting plastic up, you know, hiding all the other non-essential items in the store. So you couldn't actually touch them or anything. You know, a lot of people were sort of freaking out about, but that is the exact reason that, that I think that they did that was so yeah. you wouldn't go touch everything and yeah. browse and, and, you know, it seemed that people, you know, even if they were bored, you know, if they went to say Walmart to pick up, you know, eggs and, and milk or whatever, well, you know what, I'm going to go look at this anyway. And, oh, let's go look at the TVs and let's yeah. look at the Blu-rays. And you know what I mean? So yeah. I, I think they had to put a stop to that because it wasn't so much that we don't want you buying a TV. It's more, we don't want you congregating and walking around and touching and looking at TVs. It's the browsing that they were trying to stop to. Yeah. Well, and it's funny that you say these essential items. And I mean, I, I think, I think they did what they had to do. And, and I do think that um, they, they missed a couple spots. I, I not, not far. It hasn't really affected me big time, but like I say, moving, um, I move into this place and I don't have a shower curtain and it's not an essential item. So like, you know what I mean? Really? Like, yeah. Yeah. It's uh, it's not considered an essential item. So then I, I yeah. found the local mom and pop shop in, in the town where I moved from. And uh, they thankfully did same day pickup. Like there was pickup, but it was usually two, three days wait for your stuff. So, I mean, this place had it ready that afternoon. But, right. Uh, yeah. And, and I, you know, you're right. I guess people don't realize that, you know, there are people that um, are moving during yeah. this. Um, yeah. Life's and and you just don't realize that that, you know, um, anyway, get, and getting back to, to, you know, what you were saying about the breakup. I mean, those things, you know, a relationship, a relationship crumbling or, or whatever, or, you know, splitting up and stuff that that's hard at yeah. the best of times. Yeah. You know, and and I'm sure that you throw what we're going through, especially right now. I mean, even in the summer, it was probably a better time because we weren't in this yeah. rigid lockdown we are now. So I can't imagine, you know, trying to to deal with, you know, what you're, you know. So, you know, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's, you know, it, it ended on good terms, which is good. You know, it's nice. We're both. Have, you know, we wish each other well and all that. But, yeah, it was uh, – I don't think it helped our situation for sure. You know, like it, it didn't do anything for us, definitely. Um, I still worked. Um, I work in, in – I run heavy equipment and equipment and stuff, um, which is considered an essential service um, for housing and that. But uh, so, so I still worked. So I still had a lot of my normal life. Um, she stayed home. But, but there was – you know, she was going stir crazy. She had a lot on her mind. And, you know, they're, you're trying to deal with kids going to school and trying to make sure everyone's safe, plus our, our, our issues and plus, you know, finances. Because my job could have, every time they announced new closures, we never knew, right? So, I mean, you just, you know, yeah, it, it was just something else we didn't need. And uh, we just decided it was time. And and actually, if you, you follow any news and stuff, which I think you do, I know you do, um divorces are really high you know like it's uh it's a real thing like i mean and it really for a lot of people it's just the breaking point 
Well, you know, I, I, uh, I, I'm sure that there's a lot of, of people that just got stuck. They were probably, you know, I, I, you know, we, we kind of hate each other, but I go to work all day. You, you go to work at night. We don't have to see much of each other. We'll just live with it because we don't want to, you know, go through the financial breakup, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then this hits and they're stuck at home together. Yeah. You know, so I'm sure that, you know, uh, made a lot of people realize that no way, man, I'm out of here. Like I, you know, or yeah. I, th- I think the added stress of the pandemic, yeah. you know, on top of the stress you may have already had in your relationship may have just pushed it over the edge. Yeah. And then for a lot of people, you know, um, you, you add finances to that. Like if two people lose their job, they're, you know, even one, I mean, they're, they're hurting. That's uh you know, there, there was a lot of people that didn't get paid in time to go get um, a lot of these essentials once everyone went crazy and stuff. You know what I mean? Like it was, it was, uh, you start piling all these, these other things, which, which to a lot of people, that's a big stress. I mean, you know, if, uh, <laughs> oh, I'm, oh, for sure. I mean, if, if you, if you don't know where your next paycheck is, is coming from and if it's coming yeah. and, and you, you know that, okay, I got, you know, three kids to feed. Um, and, and that could end at any moment. Yeah. I, you know, I, I mean, luckily, luckily as retired, you know, people, you know, Jackie and I, you know, we're, we're financially, we weren't impacted by this, um, because, you know, we had our pensions and, and that, you know, they weren't affected. So, um, and, and we don't work. So, I mean, you know, we didn't have to worry about, oh, our, where we work is in an industry that's going to be shut down or, or those sorts of things. So, yeah. I, you know, those are things that, that, you know, we didn't experience. I mean, you know, um, so that's, you know, part of, you know, this whole experience for me of talking to people is, you know, uh, I get to hear things that I just didn't experience. I just, you know, sometimes I'm talking to people and it's like, you know, I really didn't even think of that. So, yeah, yeah, but, sure. but yeah, that whole thing had to, had, that, that's gotta be tough. I mean, um, yeah, yeah. It, you, know. Uh, you know, and, and it's, uh, it, it, it could have been a lot worse. You know, I, thankfully we're not, uh, we don't hate each other or anything. You know what I mean? Like we, we've kind of helped each other along the way here and, uh, We'll continue to for a little while, and we're kind of in each other's bubble, right? As far as your few people you can you can talk with and stuff, you know. So it it, it could have been a lot worse for sure. Like uh, I'm very thankful for that, and uh, there, there's people that well, are a lot worse off. I, I think you look at uh, you know you hear about a lot of people that are being abused, and now you're stuck at home with these people all the time, or Oh, oh, for sure. And, 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 you know, there's, uh, for a lot of them, um, there's very little escape yeah. without the pandemic, right? Yeah. They, they feel trapped in these things, but now, you, you know, you put them being in a lockdown and, and that just makes them yeah. uh, way more susceptible to whatever abuse they were already, you know, getting. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think, like I said, you know, breakups aren't, aren't, uh, you know, good or, or at any time, but 
at least you're lucky that you guys got along and she wasn't throwing your shit out on onto the front lawn. I mean, yeah, and, and yeah. all of a sudden you're, you're in a, in a COVID lockdown, you're picking your stuff up in yeah, Safeway no bags no and, and I can't find a place to live or like, what am I going to do? Yeah. You know, yeah. um, like you're in a position where, you know, in, in normal times you could, you know, knock on people's doors that you know family friends and say hey i'm gonna couch surf for a couple of weeks till i figure this out yeah you can't really do that now either i mean i mean i know you know your 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 mom and dad live the same place i live and right now we can't have visitors if this happens and and you know you're in a position where where am i gonna go right so so that makes it even more stressful yeah going through so yeah process uh like like it did change like i say in construction where we're kind of uh um my job like we're very little paperwork and very little like we're we're hands-on guys right we run equipment we drive trucks we do the, the the dirty work right so to speak but all of a sudden now you're filling all covid questionnaires and then you you have to be able to present these because uh a health inspector can come ask and uh you know moving moving so i I just rented a small house for now um there's a you you answer questions before they even make an appointment for you to come look at the house like i I looked at five or six places and uh yeah it's a process you know and then they book you and they only allow one person or one family or whatever in at a time and you got to sanitize in sanitize out wear your mask you know like it's a it's very much the same as everything else right and uh it, it just changed so many different aspects of, of people's day-to-day life. Well, yeah, when when um, when Jackie was, you know, uh, she had talked about selling her house once she retired. Um, that that was always her plan. And then, uh, you know, we were uh, thinking, okay, you know, this year we're going to move into because we had wanted to move into where we are now for a couple of years so we were thinking oh great we're going to get to move in this year um her daughter you know will get her own place and everything's going to work out and then covid hit yeah so then we just started thinking you know what we're probably tacking a year onto this whole process so we just sort of resigned ourselves to the fact that we're staying in the house for another year and um, luckily I, it was just weird when the numbers went down, uh, we started hearing people were selling houses and there was bidding wars and it was a seller's market and stuff. And we're like, how could that be? Like, it just doesn't make sense. And it just happened to be, we got a, you know, Jackie got an email from, um, this apartment saying we have an opening, blah, blah, blah. Um, her daughter that same week found an apartment and then we decided, well, let's try to put the house. So she, she called a, a, you know, a realtor and everything just went bang, bang, bang. And we were out of there within a month. Like it was just crazy at, at how well, you know, things work. But I, I think we were just lucky that we were in, in a, in that window where, where the numbers were, were very low. Um, I think we were right in that spot there where it was like, you know, uh, you know, in the summer we went f- with no numbers, like, you know, no, no cases for like a month or something. I, I yeah. think we just sort of hit that window, but you know, now I, I'm not sure if, if it would be, you know, as easy with, with, you know, what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, 
It's funny though, like you say, like you talk to different people and, and you, you don't realize how their life is affected so much differently than yours. Like, like, you know, me, I've never dealt with that, but, uh, yeah, it would definitely, it, it, it's incredible how many, <laughs> how many different ways it can, it can play with you, you know, um, if, if you wanted to, cause there's a lot of people too, that I know that aren't, you know, they're the, the naysayers or, Oh yeah, it's a fake. And like all this other BS and like you, that, that to me is kind of driving me nuts these days. Like there's clearly something here. Um, and yet you get these people that just have to fight it. It's like, my Lord, you just, you know, suck it up and, and help every, you know, even if it is fake or which it's not, I'm not saying it is, but you know, um, no, for sure. But I mean, and to me, like you see a lot of them, um, sprout, you know, they, they keep talking about, uh, percentages well, you know, this thing is, it's not a big deal. It's a 90% recovery rate, you know? Well, yeah, okay, that's all fine and dandy, but even those 90% of the people that have gotten it, maybe, you know, we keep hearing about these long haulers where, you know, they're sick for the rest of their lives or years. You know, they 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 don't just fully recover and they're fine, yeah. a lot of them. So, you know, that's one thing. And then what about, what about the 10% that die? I mean, are, are you willing, at least in their numbers, are, are you willing to just overlook 10% of the population because you think you don't want to wear a mask? Yeah. Like that's just, that's just crazy. I mean, what if that 10% is your mother or, or your father or your son? You know, that's another thing they always say, oh, it's only old people, uh, you know, young people don't get it. No, young people are getting it and young people are dying. So, um, you know, to me, it's like, you're right. Even if you don't agree with this, at least agree with, even if I put a mask on, I might help somebody, you know, just for that little chance that you will help somebody or save somebody, do it. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, uh, I, I know, uh, I'm not going to name anybody, but I, I have different people I know at work and, and different things. And, yeah, you know, oh, you're a sheep or whatever and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, well, you know, if I have to wear a mask for the 10 minutes twice a week that I go to a store, big deal. Like, you know, it, 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 like I've got so much more going on in my life that, that's small potatoes. Like, you know what I mean? Like if it, like you oh. say, if it was a small chance that I might help somebody, so be it, you know, like do your good deed for the day and then be done with it, you know? So, so when you're talking to them, you say, what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, there was actually like, so I'm, I'm on Facebook and Instagram all the time just poking around on there. And there was a funny meme that came up and it said all these scientists and, you know, all this stuff, putting all these studies and, and all this money going into to this research. And then the guy I went to high school with says it's a hoax, so I don't know who to believe. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. it, it, it's stupid, you know, like, um, and, and to each their own, you know, you're allowed to have your opinion and stuff, by all means. I, I respect that, but you also got to respect mine, right? So... Well, and, and, you know, another, another thing that I think is going to, um, come out of this to some degree, um, even people that do believe this, um, they might not look at it the same as you, they might not, 
uh, take it as serious as you, they might not uh, be as careful as you. And I think, uh, you know, I'm, I don't, of course, I'm not going to go into details or anything, but there are people and, and it's almost like, I think you have to pick and choose. Um, do I want to still have a relationship with this person once we're done with this? Because if you do, then you have to basically ignore what they're saying. Just sort of pretend you didn't hear it or don't comment on it. Like, like don't, don't, you almost don't want to give them an opinion because then you start, a, you know, an argument or whatever. Yeah, so, well, and it falls into that relationship uh, ending thing. Like, it, it makes you open your eyes at what you want and what you're willing to tolerate in your life and what, what, uh, you know, how, how things look. Like, it, it, I think it's really making a lot of people, um, take a look back. I know it is for me and, and it'll change the way, like, like if they said tomorrow, okay, we're fine. No masks, no sanitizer, We're good. You know, carry on. I would still probably, and not that I didn't wash my hands, but I'm more, I, I do it more now. Definitely. You know, like, uh, you know, I, I, you know, construction worker, you're in the mud and stuff. You eat your lunch. I sanitize my hands before I eat now. And I never used to. You know, and well, I'll, I'll give you an example when, when, you know, they opened up the restaurants and said, okay, you can go to restaurants, but there are only, you know, so many uh, seats available, you know, that sort of stuff. Even then, we didn't go into restaurants, yeah. we would go in and order and take out or, or uh, delivery, but we still wouldn't go sit in a restaurant. Because honestly, I just didn't feel comfortable. Yeah. I didn't trust it. And, and, you know, for those that do, that's fine. But to me, it was like, just because the, you know, the, the, the government has said, go ahead and, you know, you can do that. Doesn't mean it's safe. Yeah. Well, and you know what I mean? Like, I I think, I think that, you know, the, some, some people just were looking for an excuse, just looking for that. Yeah. Please let me do this. And, and then bang, they were all gangbusters. Right. But for us, we still stayed away from restaurants. We haven't been into one since, since this started. And, you know, even when, like, you're right, even when they do open things up to, you know, to a, to a certain degree, I think we're going to be pretty skeptical for a while. And, yeah. and I think we're going to continue with the social distancing and the masks. And, and let's face it, I mean, when they do get the vaccines, we're not going to get it. You know, I'm, a, I'm close to the probably bottom quarter of the people that will end up getting it yeah right they're going to give it to the you know and rightfully so the healthcare you know workers will get it the first responders you know yeah um, you know the the care homes i mean there's there's definitely a long line of people that need it more than i do so i know by the time it gets to me i'm thinking a year at least like yeah. I really I really believe it's going to be a long time and as far as you know as far as I'm concerned that means that I continue just like I am today yeah. you know what I mean I, I take the same just because you know other people are starting to get the vaccine doesn't mean hey we're all done you know the yeah. the guy that I know that lives in St. James just got a vaccine so we're finished no until I get the vaccine and and you know, like they say that herd immunity from vaccines 
they have to be a minimum of 70% before they've reached that. Yeah. Well, and that's part of the problem is, is all the people trying to find those loopholes. Well, you know, like if everyone would just not look at a loophole and, and just suck it up for what it is, I, I'm, uh, I'm into ice fishing, which is actually kind of one of the, the hobbies. You, I could leave my door here, go fishing all day and come home and not talk to one person. So it's kind of a, a, a good, you know, it's a social distance, uh, thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 um, you know, I can go buy, um, my minnows at a store where I might grab my smokes or whatever. So it's kind of a double whammy when I stop and then supply, but I'll grab three tubs of minnows now. So I don't have to go for another two months, right. Or three months or whatever. Um, but I, I go and I come, but I, I'm on these groups on Facebook and stuff that, that follow the lake reports and stuff. And, uh, everyone's just trying to find a loophole. Well, so, you know, like they, they, and they're ticketing people right now for ice fishing and they'll, oh, yeah? they'll check your shack. And if you're in there with someone, they'll check your license. And if you don't come from the same household, you're getting a fine and, and rightfully so. And like, you should, yeah. especially, especially in, in a small confines of an ice shack. Well, it's crazy. That's you're, risky. You're driving out there together. Right. You're, you're a lot of guys are buddying up in a truck and they meet somewhere and they go out together or, you know, so it, and, and it's a constant battle right now, like on this group where it's usually like what kind of colors the fish like that week or, or whatever, what kind of bait they're liking. This group is now, well, can I, like this guy used to live with me. Can he like, you know, like it's all just trying to find that loophole where yeah. To me, there's not much of a gray area there. It, it's I mean? black and white. I mean, it's it's very you know it, it's it it it's sta- it's plainly stated what you can and can't do. And yeah. and I think if if you do um, try to skirt around it or, or or whatever, and you get caught, you you have no uh, place to complain. Yeah, you deserve whatever fine you get. And, and I don't want to hear you complain about it at well, all. There's, there's ways to get, not every scenario, there's ways to get around it, but like this ice fishing, for an example. So yesterday um, I was out fishing on the river on Selkirk, in Selkirk, and uh, there was groups of people. It's beautiful out, and I know every day is not nice, but like you can sit on a pail 20 feet away from each other, take your car. You can still get together with your buddies. You're not talking to anybody. Everyone has their own, well, you're talking, sorry, but everyone has their own equipment and their own minnows and their own, and, and you can still, you know, go shoot the shit and fish for a few hours without breaking the rules. But it, it's those guys fine. You know, you're like me, I'm, I'm doing what I can and I'm, I'm listening to the rules and stuff. And uh, these other guys, I, I, and that's the problem, right? You can't control a, a big part of the population and, and not control. That's not the right word. Cause that's where the, everyone's fighting with their same word control. Well, you know, like it, it's very, like you say, black and white to me too. And uh, if the people would quit trying to look, spend the time just staying home or listening that they do trying to find that loophole, this would all kind of wrap up. I think it, it would shave some time off it for sure. You know? Well, you know, like I was thinking about this last night that you don't have a lot of control over what happens with, with this whole, you know, virus and, and, and everything we're going through. You, what you do have control over is I can control how often I wash my hands. Yeah. 
I can control when and where I'm, uh, uh, when and where I put a mask on and I can control who I don't see and who I do, like, you know, who I'm in contact with or not. And other than that, I'm, I'm really just on a downhill slide gravity is taking us right we, we have no control over, over the, the the overall thing but if everybody did those small three things that they have control over and we all did that as a group as a whole we have control over the whole virus yeah right i mean if everybody were to get on board with with those three things then this thing would be gone yeah i i, I really believe that yeah. so even though you 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 in one way you have a lot of control as a group, but as a person yourself, you don't have much. Yeah, like I say, it's a constant. I'm so tired of the negativity. Like you know, it's a, it's a shitty deal for everybody. We all got to get through it, and uh, it's it, it is worse for some over others. But I, but you know, this is where people kind of need to. Um, you know, make those phone calls or, or like, you know, depression, mental health, that's a big thing right now. You know, it's affecting a lot of people that way. Um, you know, it, it's, it's, it's bad for a lot of people and the people that are, are stronger should help the ones that aren't. And, and, and by that, I just mean like the phone calls and the, I think a lot more people are kind of doing that more stuff or sorry, that, that kind of stuff. Um, more than maybe they did. I know I am. I'm, I'm touching base with some people that maybe I didn't as often, or you know, and, and different things like that. And uh, oh, for sure. I, I think I think when when you know that phone rings for some people, that's the highlight of their day. Yeah. You know that that somebody cared enough to phone them up and say, "How are you making out today? How you know how you doing?" And it's just you know, for you, it's really a minor minor thing, right? You're just phoning up you know, a buddy or family member or whatever. And just to you, it's just shooting the breeze, checking in how you're making out, how you doing, blah, blah, blah. But to them, it's yeah. a much bigger thing. Yeah. Well, and, and another funny example of, of taking a look at things is uh, for the last handful of years, like I, I turned 40 this year and my kids are getting older and um, we followed a lot of the, the family traditions um, on Christmas Eve and Christmas day and stuff over the years. And, I've said for the last handful of years, like, I I don't know what it is, but I'm ready for some kind of change, I think. And, uh, like, my my family, we go to my mom's side on Christmas Eve. And uh, I've always wondered, like, maybe I just want to do my family dinner on Christmas Eve with my kids and my my spouse and uh, my girlfriend at the time. And, uh, you know, and over the years, every year it would be a little more that I wanted it. And, and so I, I thought it was coming in the next couple of years where maybe I took a step back and we kind of did more our own thing. Um, and this year, it definitely, now that we can't do it, I don't want to lose it. You know, like it's, uh, it's opened my eyes to, okay, I don't want that change. You know what I mean? Like it, uh, now, now that we're forced to, to not have that tradition one year, it's going to make me appreciate the other years, I think. When, uh, well, for sure. That's, that's, that's the, the key is I think a lot of people um, are, are going to definitely appreciate a lot of things, you know, more than they did before this. I think, you know, what was just a small, insignificant, you know, event or whatever for them before, 
is going to be, you know, a bigger thing. I think you're going to see, uh, you know, grandparents are going to be holding and, and hugging their grandkids a little harder because they haven't been able to do that for a long time. Um, you know, like, like, you know, Matthew and me, um, we're big huggers and I haven't been able to do that since actually I kept saying January, but last night he told me it was probably February, but whatever. It's been a while. And, and probably looking for the date to call him, call him out on a date to correct them. Well, you know, but you know, it's, it's something that, you know, um, it was just a thing. He came over or I went to his place and it was always, as soon as one of us, you know, walked in the door, you gave a hug. How you doing? You know, whatever. When you left, it was, you know, another hug. I'll see you tomorrow. Love you, whatever. And, and not being able to do that is, is, um, I don't think I ever took it for granted. I don't think he ever did either, but we definitely, I, I miss it to me. It's, it's one of the, um, one of the things that I think this thing has impacted me, um, most notably for me that I can't do those things. Um, yeah. Well, and, and even, even work too. It's funny because like we work long hours and we work in the weather and we, you know, but it sure made me appreciate my job, boy. You know, like I, I know a lot of people personally that, that, you know, you go in one day and you go from making X amount of dollars to, to I think EI maxes out at, you know, 900 bucks every bi-weekly or whatever, but your, your income's almost slashed in half overnight, you know, and if you're not prepared, which, which, a lot of people aren't, you know, like that's, yeah, yeah most people probably wouldn't be, you know, and they're, they're having a hard time. And it, every day I go in, I'm all smiles and good mornings, you know, like it's, I, I'd hate to see that other side of it, you know? Um, so yeah, it makes you, it makes you open your eyes to a lot of things and a lot of different, uh, a lot of different aspects. Well, yeah, I think, um, there's, there's a lot of things that we just sort of turned a blind eye to before this. And, and poverty is one of them. Um, you know, domestic violence, like we talked about, you know, you, you just kind of, well, it's there, but you, you kind of quiet about it, you you know, uh, mental health, you know, that's another one that, that, you know, depression, um, anxiety, all that stuff is, it's all been heightened and, and it's, everything has been brought up to the forefront with this and, and made worse in a lot of cases. And, and I, I think, I mean, this pandemic, I can't say was a good thing, obviously there's, you know, but if, if there's one thing we can take from it, it, it's allowed us to see these things for what they are and, 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 and understand them more. Maybe I, I don't know if that's the right word, but, you know, I, I think hopefully we're uh, we're going to come out of this more compassionate people. I hope so. Than, than we were when it started. Yeah, yeah, I hope so for sure. That that would be ideal. You know, like take take uh, the best out of a shitty situation, and uh, you know, there's always going to be the few that that are, are kind of wrecking it. But you know, it, I think there's a lot more. I like to believe still in humanity a lot, and. Uh, you know, hopefully there's more more people helping and, and whatnot than, uh, than bringing us down. And I think together we, we can tough it out, you know, and get through it as long as, you know, we help each other out a little bit. 
so tell me a little bit about what's what's it like co-parenting in, in a pandemic. Um, um, yeah, you're, you're the first person I've talked to that's been in that situation. So um, it, it's been me, me and my ex-wife are very much on the same page. Um, she's got a couple of sick family members that uh, you know they're they're being careful, and uh, we've talked about it. Like there, there was a time, um, I think a, a month or two ago, um, one of them got sick in the house, and and it, it, my my weekend was coming up with my son. And, uh, you know, they got tested and she said, you know, we got tested. He's not coming there until we get our, our, our results back and stuff. But, but it's, uh, you have to trust each other for sure. You know, like that's, uh, and, and, and try to try as much as you can, cause you can't control the other person. Right. So you can't make them do anything they're, they don't want to do, you know, but, uh, Myself, I'm careful. I, I trust that she's careful. And, you know, I make him sanitize when he gets in the door or in the truck. And um, it, that, that is a risk. I mean, I, I know um, it, it, that, that one's kind of dicey, but, but he's my son. And you know what I mean? I, I, I'll be extra careful so that I do get my time with him. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think... You, I don't think you can take away a son or, you know, or daughter, you know, that sort of thing. I, I don't think that's right. Um, but I do, I do agree with, with, you know, what your ex did when, when there, you know, somebody was being tested, you know, the possibility. I mean, I think you have to sort of lock in and if he had been at your place and, and you had tested, well, I think he would have to stay with you then. I mean, I th- I think that's definitely um, not something that you could argue, and yeah. you know, and it's and it's good to see that you know, as as a, a co-parents that you know, as, sometimes you don't always sort of go in the right direction. You don't you don't row in the right you know, and at least it's nice to hear that that you guys are you know, when it comes to to COVID, you're 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 on the same page and you're not fighting. Uh, you know, different viewpoints about about how you should be dealing with it. So I'm sure that makes it a lot easier. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, well, and he's in high school, you know. So that's um, <laughs> the generational thing. I think is kind of he's a little bit out to lunch some days. I love him to death, but uh, you know, I, I I talk to him about it all the time. You know, I probably call him once once for sure, sometimes twice a week, and. You know, are you careful at school? Are you, you sanitizing and washing your hands when you get in the house? And, and it should be the first thing you do, right? Like, I mean, um, before you do anything else, like, you know, you, you shouldn't go to the bathroom first because then you, if, if you had it, you just spread it all over, right? So um, he, he's getting annoyed with it. And, you know, it, it is what it is. But, uh, you know, yeah, I, I don't want it. I don't want him having it. I don't want um, his grandmother having it or, or anyone in her family, you know, his mom. Um, so, so it is nice that, that in that sense, because that too would just be another thing that you just don't need to deal with right now, you know, is, is fighting with an, an ex over how you're going to co-parent your children, you know? Yeah. Save, save that fight for after COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and, and it's, like, again, I, I very much believe that, you know, sometimes you just got to bend a little bit where normally you wouldn't in these circumstances, you know. 
is it really worth the fight? You know, sometimes, you know what I mean? Like it's, uh, Oh, for sure. No, I mean, now is the time, you know, where you, where you have to pick your battles. I mean, it's like I said with, you know, with, with, you know, family members or close friends or whatever that you don't agree with on, on how you handle or, or how you're dealing with, with things as opposed to them. That's the same sort of thing, right? You got, you got to pick your battles. Um, some are worth, uh, I mean, there's some people that, that I've had, um, where they see things totally the opposite of us, where it's, you know, it's a conspiracy thing. It's, you know, everybody's going to get it. So just get out and let everybody get it. Cause we're all going to get it. And if, if you're under 80, you're fine. So it's just the old 80 year olds that get it. Who cares? You know? And it's like, well, this person, you know, I, I think I'll just not bother talking to this person. Who's yeah. what I decided contact or whatever. Yeah. Like, you know, there's some that, that didn't honestly, you know, I'm, I'm the impact if if I don't talk to them, isn't great. So yeah. there's, there's others that don't really totally line up with how, you know, we see things, but I'm not willing to put a wedge between us. Like, I think part of this, I think you're going to see families and, and close relationships, like close friends are never going to be the same after this in some cases. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And, and I think on the other hand, some will be closer, you know? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like, and I, it, it definitely, uh, you know, maybe someone you didn't get along with previously, you kind of see a lot the same in, in this scenario and, and, and it could bring you, you know what I mean? So I, yeah, it could. Well, could I, I, I definitely think that this, you know, in, in a lot of cases shows people for who they really are yeah. and that it, it works. It goes both ways. Right. I mean, you, you may have had like the, you know, the, uh, the grumpy neighbor, you know, blah, 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 whatever. And then they turn out to be the sweetest person ever through this. Do you know what I mean? Like they just go out of their way to, to, to help you. And you just thought that they were the opposite or, you know, you're going to, you're going to find out that somebody that you thought was was really you know uh, i don't know if smart is the right word but you know informed and 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 you know um whatever and and they turn out to be the opposite so uh, i think i've always said for those that don't um see this in 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 the way that you know is real you know the science that there's actually a you know a virus out there and it's not it's not the flu right i mean you got these people saying oh it's just the flu what's your problem you know mask what are you nuts what are you oh you're a pussy what are you wearing a mask for you know those types of people um i think at the end of all this are gonna have to look in the mirror and find out i was a prick yeah I, th- you know? I think a lot of them should. I think a lot of them won't. <laughs> they would fall in the narcissist uh, category. But well, and and you know the thing with a lot of those uh, conspiracy theorists and 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 anti-maskers is they firmly believe what they believe, just like we firmly believe it's there's something there. They firmly believe it's not. So I think those that that small and luckily it is a small percentage. Those people will never have their minds changed. doesn't matter what you say to them. You're yeah. never going to sway them. So those are the people to avoid. Well, and, you know, and I can, I can think of one person. I, I I'm not going to mention names. I just shake my head thinking about it. 
but uh, they actually tested positive for it. And I guess they were one of the, you know, lucky ones that it really didn't affect them all that much. And he was a huge, um, this is all BS and all that stuff. So you could just imagine how that went after it wasn't bad for, oh, it wasn't even that bad, you know, like, um, I don't know what yeah, all just, but, it but, just seems to lend, lend credence to what they were saying in their mind. Yeah. It makes them even more right. And, and because they didn't, it affects, it's like any kind of virus. I mean, the cold flu, it affects everybody differently, right? So count your lucky stars and move on. But yeah, now it just, see, I told you it was nothing, you know, and it, it, you just, you have to live with it. I mean, you're, there's no sense arguing. With well, and, and even, even in a case like that, the person that does get it, even if they're asymptomatic, they don't think about who they're giving that to. Yeah. They're passing that to everybody else. Well, and they think because they didn't have it bad, even if they do pass it on, the other people aren't going to have it bad, which is kind of pull your head out of your ass, you know, and then, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, that was, that was a funny one for sure. Yeah. And, and like I said, in the end, you know, those, those are people that I just try not to, because they, they're looking, they're looking to get a reaction out of you. Yeah. You know, when, when you do talk to them, right, they're, they're, they're just, they're, they're trying to press your buttons. They want you to react. And, and, yeah. and I find if you just avoid those people, you're better off. Well, and it's funny now, cause I, I'm almost at a point, like it, it has gotten to me with this, you know, the breakup and the moving and the job and the kids and, you know, it's a lot. And, and I've found lately that I'm not kissing anyone's ass anymore. I'm probably speaking my mind more now than I ever have. And uh, I'm so sick of the negativity, you know, and, and I'm, I'm piping up probably a lot more than I would have previously, you know, to, you know, no one kisses my ass. So I'm not, I'm not uh, keeping my mouth shut as often as I maybe should. No, I, I, I think that, that for, for some people, this is really just, I got no more patience left for yeah. any of this nonsense. Like I just, you know, here's the communism and all like, I just want to put, Oh God, like it, it just drives me nuts, you know? And, uh, yeah, it's, it's terrible. Like, you know, it's bad enough. Let's not make it worse. You know? Well, exactly. And, and, and I mean, for me, um, like I said, because I, I just don't want to go down that road, you know, um, if somebody came to me and said, oh, hey, I, I'd love to be on your podcast, you know, um, I'm an anti-masker, I, I think it's all a hoax, you know, blah, blah, blah. I would say no, because I I, I know that I couldn't, Yeah. you know, I couldn't sit and have a conversation with this person. Um, I'm not going to sit here and, and, and try to debate and, and change your mind, right? Yeah. I mean, that's just, uh, it's just not where I'm going to go. So I wouldn't do that. And, and yeah. you know, does that make me hypocritical saying, well, you know, you should listen to all viewpoints. I don't care. It's, it's my podcast. I, I think uh, for the most part that that's how most people, you know, feel. And, and those are the stories that, that I think people want to hear, not the, it's a hoax stories. You can, you can, you know, Google that stuff and find out as much of that as you want. But if you want to hear a real person's experience that, that, you know, is real, that's the people I want to talk to. Yeah, I've uh, I've listened to some other people you've talked to, and yeah, I really like it. I enjoy it. I'll uh, I'll put it on while I'm you know doing stuff around the house or whatever. And uh, 
you know, it's neat seeing different perspectives, you know, and then like you say, different people have, have different experiences with it. And uh, it's, you know, hopefully we can figure this all out. Yeah, I, I think I think we're we're sort of getting to to the uh, there's light at the end of the tunnel with the vaccines coming. I th- I think we just have to, you know, buckle down for uh, another year. Um, sort of keep your eye on the ball. Sort of keep going the way we're headed, and you know, keep doing what we're doing. Stay vigilant, and, and I think we're going to come out of this. I I I've always been an optimist about this when I started that we're going to get through this. It's, you know, this isn't the end of it. We are yeah. going to get through this. So yeah, it's tough. Um, and, and there's a lot of, uh, you know, like they're saying what it's a one in 100 year virus or something like that. So, I mean, a lot of, a lot of stuff wasn't set up for this, you know, like we weren't ready. Um, there, a lot of, a lot of these, these, um, nurses and doctors and like the, the teachers and the, I don't think they're getting the recognition they need. Um, grocery store clerks, like, you know, these people are all, you know, like uh, good on them. I'll, I'll give them praise all day long. You know, the grocery store clerk doesn't need to be yelled at because you can't buy your, your whatever. It's not their problem that it's locked off, you know, or whatever. You really are heroes. And, uh, yeah, I'll wait the extra few minutes, you know, if they're having a hard day or, you know, like it really, it makes you really put things in this perspective. You know, it doesn't matter. It, take, it took five minutes longer, big deal. And and you have, uh, you know, you've always heard these things like you don't know what someone's going through and you don't know what, what's happening on the backside of things. Um, this year has been a rough year for myself. Um, you know, I turned 40 this year and, and it's 2020 and this is all happening and the relationship breakdown and all that. And it's... You know, it makes me be a little bit nicer to people, I think, you know, a little more patient and a little more forgiving and a little more, you know, there, there's days where, where if someone said the wrong thing to me, I, that could have, you know, um, just been the, the tip of the iceberg for my bad day, you know what I mean, or, or whatever. So it's, it's definitely opened my eyes. I know that. Well, like I said, I, th- I think we're getting through this. I think, uh, you know, we're almost there. Um and we're going to be fine. Thanks for sharing, Justin, and stay safe. Yeah, you too. Thanks, Grant.